When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this episode, we look at three steps to keeping yourself accountable. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps Big Change. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we are looking at accountability. One of the things that listeners tell me all the time they struggle with the most is being held accountable. And we're we're sort of taught in the personal development space to look for accountability partners, which is a good thing. Ultimately, having an accountability partner is a phenomenal, phenomenal thing. But it's not always possible, number one. And number two, when it is possible, they're not always there for you when you absolutely need them in those moments when it matters most. And why is that? Well, they have their own lives. So they may want to support you and you may want to support them. But at the end of the day, you are living your own individual lives. What I've found is that it's incredibly important on a day-to-day basis to learn how to keep yourself accountable, how to uh, allow yourself to keep moving forward and keep checking in with yourself to make sure you're doing what you need to be doing each day. So in this episode, I want to talk through three very simple steps that can help you to improve your own self-accountability on a day-to-day basis. Now, before we jump into it, let's talk about today's sponsor. Let me tell you about one of the ultimate life hacks. It's hard to find the time to sit down to read and learn more. And when you don't have free time, you can't read or work on personal development. Well, there's an incredible app for that, and it solves that problem with ease. I highly recommend it. It's called Blinkist. Blinkist is really unique, and it works on your phone, your tablet, or your web browser. Blinkist takes the best key takeaways, the need-to-know information from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. Successful people like business leaders are well-known for reading a lot of books, and Blinkist is made for busy people like you who want to get the main points of a book quickly so you can start using that information right away. And with its audio feature, Blinkist makes it easy to finish a book during your commute, on your lunch break, or while you exercise. Just 15 minutes. 12 million people are using Blinkist right now, and it has a massive and growing library from self-help, business, health, to history books. It has the latest titles from bestsellers lists, as well as the classic nonfiction titles you always meant to read but never had the time to. One of the books I've been meaning to read for a while is Dare to Lead by Brene Brown. It's one of those books that I hear about constantly, but I just haven't had a chance to pick up yet. Thankfully, with Blinkist, I can go through it in 15 minutes and then decide, do I want to pick up the full book or not? Either way, I get the information and I can walk away knowing what that book is about and using its insights to improve my life. 
With Blinkist, you can get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books, all the books you want, and all for one low price. And right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for Tiny Leaps listeners. Go to Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps to try it free for seven days and save 25% off your new subscription. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps to start your free seven-day trial. And you'll also save 25% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps. All right, so the first thing that I would recommend when it comes to keeping yourself accountable is to start doing something called observational journaling. Now, what exactly is this? Well, uh, when we think about regular journaling, right? So I've recommended on this show a lot that you should get into journaling. I think it's super helpful. When we think about regular journaling, though, what we're often thinking about is reflection-based journaling, right? So we're opening up our journal, end of the day, we're writing sort of what happened, what we think about it, what we're feeling right now. Uh, Maybe we're sort of working through some inner thoughts and things that we're struggling with throughout the day. Uh, Maybe we just sort of hyper-focus on one particular thing that happened and our reflections on that. But that is normally how people journal. What I would like you to do instead, and maybe this is in addition to, maybe this is something you do in the morning, maybe it's uh, middle of the day, uh, maybe you do it at night, right after or before your regular journaling habit. But what I'd like you to do is start focusing on observational journaling. And observational journaling is very straightforward. It's journaling with the purpose of just recording what happened. We're not adding judgment. We're not adding emotions. We're not reflecting on anything. We're not worrying about what it meant. We're just writing it down. We want to have a record of what has happened and when. That is all. And if we can get into the habit of doing that every single day, all of a sudden we give ourselves something to react to. Now, I've talked about this before, often in the sense of our personal finances. I talk about how you should be writing down what happens, uh, what you spend your money on every single time you do it. Every time you pull out a card, every time you uh, whip out a dollar from your wallet, write that down, record it. The same is true here for the rest of your personal development. We want to journal what is going on, and that's it. It's not about adding judgment, and I keep needing to repeat that because I find that people still add judgment to this, and that's going to put you in a bad place because it means that every time you screw up, you then have this negative cycle going on where you screw up, and then you judge yourself, and you screw up, and you judge yourself, and you screw up, and you judge yourself, and that doesn't move you forward at all. If we want to actually make progress, we've got to stop judging ourselves negatively. It's just not worth the time or energy or effort. And I know you. I know that you are already too busy. You're already too busy to do the thing. So you're only going to add more busyness to yourself by adding judgment to that thing. And then having to deal with the the emotions that you create for yourself. And then crawling through like the feeling bad about yourself. Like just, just not worth it. Just get into observational journaling where you are just recording what happened. That's it. It's just a ledger. Now, the second step of this is to build a daily review habit, right? So let's say that you decide you're going to do your observational journals at night. So right before you go to bed, you're just going to think back on the day 
and you're just going to write it out. Write out what happened. Write out, uh, obviously, as it relates to your goals, but write out uh, the time that wasn't spent on things. Write out the time that was spent on things. Write out the, the roadblocks or the hurdles that you ran into. Write out all of the things that have popped up for you throughout that day. Then we need to build a review time into that. Now, I've talked in the past about weekly reviews and how valuable they can be, but I actually think that in holding yourself accountable, you need day-to-day information on what it is that you're doing. This is why we're keeping that record of what happened. The next morning, so if you do your observational journaling at night right before you go to bed, the next morning with your breakfast, before your breakfast, with your morning meditation, whatever it is you do in the morning, open up that journal and just reread the entry reread what happened. That's it. That's all we're doing. Again, we're not adding judgment. We're not saying this was bad. This was good. We're just getting an understanding of what happened. We're taking that record and we are internalizing it. We are bringing it into our our current world so that we can learn from the lived experience that we had. And ultimately, that's where accountability comes from, right? That's what an accountability partner does for us is they have this objective view on our actions and what it is we're doing compared to what it is we're saying. And so they bring value by holding on to that objective view and saying, hey, you know what? You're really not doing what you said you should be doing. You're really moving away from what you said you wanted to do. That's their job. We essentially need to play that role for ourselves by creating this objective record, because we can't view ourselves objectively. So we need to first create an objective record, that is the observational journaling, and then we need to play that third party by reviewing what that objective record is and recognizing what moved towards your goal and what didn't. And then finally, the last step of holding yourself accountable and getting better at holding yourself accountable is after you've done your review, after you know what worked yesterday, what didn't work, what moved you forward, and what did not move you forward, now you need to pre-plan your activity for that day. Now, I don't mean the entire day. You don't need to sit there and plan out the entire schedule. I know that that is a little bit crazy, and most people aren't going to do it. I recognize that. Uh, What you do need to do is look at the tasks that relate back to your goal, whatever that goal is. Whatever your goal is, look at the tasks that you need to engage in on a day-to-day basis that can help you move towards that goal. Once you've identified that, you need to pick the time of the day that you're going to do it. And I don't mean randomly. You need to actually think about your day ahead. Think about your time at work. Think about the drive to pick up your kids. Think about the time with your spouse. Think about uh, uh, you watching that TV show tonight. Think about going to vote. Think about whatever is going on for you that day. Think about all of those things and pick the moment where it makes the most sense for you to take advantage of your free time or any sort of found time and fill it with that activity. Now, the reason we do this is that if we just wait for our day to spontaneously present a moment where we can just magically do this thing, it's never going to come. And this is why we find that we go so many days without doing the thing we know we should be doing, because we're waiting for that moment to appear, for it to make sense to do it. In truth and in fact, what we need to do is build our days around the activity. We need to say first, this is happening. End of story. This is happening today. Now, what does our day need to look like in order to make this happen? That's how you approach it. Flip the story on its head. And instead of going through your day and waiting for a moment to do this thing, 
First, visualize your day and pre-plan when that activity will fit in. Now, if you do these three things, I think that you'll start to hold yourself accountable a little bit more and find yourself taking the actual action a little bit more. And this is coming from my own personal experience. This is what I do on a day-to-day basis, especially when there's a very specific goal that I'm trying to accomplish, whether it's related to my career or my health or my relationships or any other area of my life. So I hope this was helpful to you. Just to recap, the first thing you need to do is start focusing on observational journaling. The second is to build in reviews uh, the next day or a few hours later or whatever works best for you so that you're able to get uh, an objective view on the record that you created. And then the third thing is to look at your day and plan the activity that needs to happen into that day. Build the day around that activity. So I hope this was helpful. Be sure to leave a comment on YouTube. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. If you're not on YouTube already, head over to www.youtube.com slash Greg Clunas. I'd really appreciate you heading over there, clicking subscribe, and helping us build the community in an actual place where we can leave comments and talk to each other, which I'm super, super excited about. Uh, Be sure to share this with somebody. If you know someone who could benefit from this episode, just let them know that it exists. Let them know that this is a resource for them. That's ultimately what I want this to be. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support. I've been Greg Clunas. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day, every day, every day.